We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Monday. It's October 3rd. It's 2022. We have 11 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Appreciate everyone listening throughout the baseball season. Officially down to the last three days of the regular season. Hope everyone has had a great year. And again, um, just appreciate everyone listening. It's been it's been a ton of fun this baseball season. It's very, very interesting baseball season, that's for sure. So um joined today by my good buddy Will Priester, the chief, the justice, and he is 06. Chief Justice 06. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Uh glad to be here yet again, closing out uh the, the first last week of the baseball season, and uh you know this. We're getting down to uh, the nitty gritty, the serious time, Stevie. And so while this week may not seem as pleasurable as you've mentioned uh, over the years, playoff baseball is actually very good uh, because teams are playing for something. And so it, it gives us an edge. And and also a lot of guys are checking out, like they don't want to get involved in MLB DFS. And so there may be some edges. So I, I you know, after we get through this week, man, I, MLB DFS is actually going to going to get fun again. Yeah, I mean, playoff baseball is one of my favorite. And, you know, the fantasy prop sites, you know, like our sponsor Sleeper, this is the time to really jump on those, um, you know, because these props are – they're going to be juicy during the playoffs. Um, I mean, I think everything is set except for the Braves and the Mets. We're still, you know, battling that out to see what's going to happen. Atlanta's winning the Sunday night baseball game as we're recording. If that happens, I think they would just need to beat the Marlins once. Um, so, but yeah, speaking of sleeper, if you haven't checked them out, sleeper fantasy dot, uh, it's a unique prop based fantasy site where you and your friends can enjoy fantasy sports together in a fun and, um, social way. You know, they have the squads where if someone posts an over under, you can, Click it and copy it and play it if yourself if you want to do that. Get that joint sweat that you know our boy Chief likes to talk about all the time in the prop shop. So if you haven't checked them out, use promo code Grinders to get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred bucks. And once you use the promo code Grinders, you're instantly going to be put into the Rotor Grinders squad. If you're already part of Sleeper, you can click in the description of the podcast. There's a link to join the RG squad. I'm posting pics in there all the time. Um, so, you know, my, my Sunday night football one is looking pretty good. Just need Patrick Mahomes to get his, uh, over, over passing yards and one more field goal here. So if you haven't checked them out, sleeper fantasy will 11 baseball games on a Monday. They're not giving us any breaks this week. It's a busy week for baseball. Let's jump in. We get started with Toronto at Baltimore eight total in this game. The Blue Jays, a 140 favorite. We got Barrios against Kramer. Any interest here in Jose Barrios? Man, the price, Steve, at 6,200, I feel like I should be interested. The problem is I think I'm going to leave him on the shelf. He's just been awful here down the street. Well, not awful, Steve. I don't want to say awful, but the upside is just not there. So I'm going to let Barrios stay on the shelf, and I'll be more than happy to play some other guys. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think this is a spot I want to play Barrios. Like Baltimore finished the season, the second half of the season, really strong. Barrios really hasn't showed that ceiling. 
how deep are they going to let him go in this game? I think is a question mark. You know, is he going to be one of their starters when they get into the playoffs here at the end of the week? So, I mean, the Blue Jays are locked into their spot. Um, I mean, so I don't, I don't know how far we'll necessarily see Barrios go in this game. So I'm going to pass. And then Kramer on the other side of the game, assuming that we get a normal Blue Jays lineup, 15% Ks against right-handed hitters this season, a very right-handed heavy offense. Uh, any interest here in Kramer? Uh, that's a negative. No way I'm playing Kramer here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 6600 is a fair price. We're going to have a few pitchers in good spots today that I think we're, we're going to like a little bit more. Pitching, this last three days of the season, pitching is the toughest um, because – they just they're not going to let these guys if they start getting into trouble there's no reason that dean kramer one of their young pitchers are going to be like hey we're just going to let this guy finish the season off getting shelled um so definitely want to see what he has but i think this is a really tough spot let's talk toronto bats um any interest here in the blue jays uh you know like you talked about man if we get a somewhat normal lineup um you know they're, they're definitely a team that we can stack and hopefully they don't get wonky and start pulling guys um definitely a good spot for them i don't uh, i'm not afraid of dean kramer uh, baltimore can hit i mean excuse me the toronto blue jays are absolutely a, a great team to attack despite their season and uh so i'm i'm in on, on the on the blue jays bats i do think one day this week, the three games that we're going to have for these wild card teams, one day this week at least, we are going to see a B squad lineup for these wild card teams. They're going to give these guys yeah. a day off, get ready for the wild card. Um, I mean, you want them to be firing on all cylinders here, but a day off is coming. So if you do get that like B squad lineup for Toronto, Kramer, Kramer would be a lot more interesting in that aspect. So um, if it's a normal Toronto lineup, I don't hate them. I don't love them. This ball, Baltimore bull, ballpark has changed so much this year. So it's tough for me to say, oh, I'm going to load up on right-handed hitters in this ballpark. Um, so not my favorite. If they were a little bit cheaper, maybe. Um, the Baltimore Bats are against Barrios. Um, obviously, I have a little bit of interest in Rutschman and Mullins, Santander, and Henderson. Don't think I'm full stack in Baltimore here. I don't mind maybe a one-off or a two-man, but I don't think this is a full stack spot with these prices. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I actually think I'm going to just avoid uh, Baltimore altogether in general. Um, I think there's some other teams I, I feel a little bit better about today. All right, we're moving on. We got New York at Texas. This game has a seven and a half total. The Yankees, a 150 favorite Perez against Severino. Any interest here in Severino? No. I mean, he he may be okay today, Stevie, but the Yankees have no reason to push him whatsoever. Like I feel like we're kind of back in that spot where um, and I don't think they're going to give us Severino pitches like they did get uh, Cole the the other week. When uh, hopefully the people listen to us, Steve, they, they made a little money on that. But I don't think they're going to give us Severino. They're not going to push Severino here at ninety eight hundred. Uh, forget it. No way. I play him at that price. No way. Yeah, ninety eight hundred. Only seventy six pitches last time out. I, I mean, there's no reason for him to go over ninety pitches here at ninety eight hundred. I just think his ceiling is kind of capped, um, still coming off of the IL, only two starts under his belt. This is one of those spots where, hey, let's go out, throw five innings, clean innings, and you know we'll move on to the playoffs. So they're going to need Severino in the stretch, so I don't think we see a full game out of him here. Uh, Perez on the other side of this game, left-handed pitcher against a very right-handed heavy offense, low strikeout, high walk pitcher. I mean, I'm not playing Perez at 8,500 against the Yankees. Yeah, negative. Uh, no way. Price. No way. I know. This is the price makes me chuckle a little bit. Um, 
anyway, let's uh let's talk some bats here. Yankees on the road. Aaron Judge against the lefty. If he's pitched to um in this game, uh, I mean Martin Perez, this is a great spot for for it to, to happen finally, I think. Yeah, fly ball, um, ground ball pitcher, fly ball guy. Yeah, I'm with you. Um if they pitch to him. In Texas, like you said, he should be able to get there. Either way, the Yankees have got some guys that, that should hit here. You know, Donaldson, of course, has been back healthy. Glaber Torres uh, has, has been, you know, really strong for them as of late. Uh, you know, Rizzo as well. So, you know, these guys are back. They're hitting. Uh, I am in on the Yankees offense. Yeah, I think it's a good spot. Perez, like you said, ground ball pitcher, but – Gives up a ton of hard contact to righties, uh, 21% Ks against right-handed hitters this season. So, like these power right-handed bats in this lineup, and obviously Judge, Donaldson, Stanton, guys that are at the top of the list here. So, uh, any interest in the Rangers bats here? Um, I really don't think I want to attack Severino. My, my thoughts are he goes – 70, I think he goes 75-ish pitches again. And that's going to be enough, I think, to limit the Texas offense overall. They'll bring the bullpen in, uh, and that'll, you know, that'll kind of handle the rest of it. So I I, I don't want to get involved with, with that offense. Yeah, I mean, a good bullpen behind him. Like, yeah, no interest here in Texas for me. Tampa Bay at Boston Facing the Red Sox, eight total in this game. The Rays, a road 140 favorite here going up against the Sox. Glasnow against Hill. Tyler Glasnow came back last time out through 50 pitches. Um, had good velocity on his fastball. 8,100 here against the Red Sox. Well, I would guess 75 pitches is max here. Um, what are your thoughts on Glasnow? I mean, gotta be right. Um, and then the thing about Glass now, Stevie, though, that's that I do think is interesting, which is kind of let's maybe call it the reverse of the other guys. They actually need Glass now to ramp up a little bit so that he's ready for the playoffs. So while these other guys, like you know, uh, uh, Cole and and these other ones, should not be you know passing the ninety pitch mark as much with him at fifty against Cleveland. I gotta think, like you said, they actually get him more pitches. Uh, Eighty-one hundred. I still don't think I'm going to to play him at that price. But for props, Stevie, if we get him at like a four and a half strikeout prop, uh, I think we're taking it. I, I think that's what we do. I, I think we take it because now it gets very interesting um, with him needing to ramp up and get ready for the playoffs. So, I mean, I don't know what they're going to be expecting for Glass now, playoffs wise. I think they're going to be very careful with him coming back from Tommy John. He wasn't even supposed to pitch this year. Um, I mean, we'll see. I don't think, I really don't see him throwing more than 75 pitches in this game. Um, and Tampa is the type of team where, like, they have no issues doing this, like, opener long relief type of thing. So, like, in the playoffs, if he can throw 75 good pitches um, and they get out of the first round, I, I think that's more of what you're looking at. I just – I don't see Glass now being an option here today. Um, could easily cruise in this game, but I – at 8,100, you need more ceiling on an 11-game slate. So, I'm going to pass and tell you for certain on the other side, I'm not playing Rich Hill either. Um, Rich Hill – Really low strikeout pitcher. Strikes out lefties at a, a decent clip. Tampa is a strikeout-heavy offense, um, but I still think there's enough right-handed hitters in this lineup where I don't want to play Rich Hill. Yeah, for sure. Um, just not doing it. Like Boston has no reason to run Rich Hill out here and pitch him 100 pitches anymore this season, do they, Stevie? I mean, like, don't we think that, that game against Baltimore may have been like, okay, this is it. This is your last real game, Rich. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll send you on home for the season. Well, I mean, the the one interesting thing um, when it comes to Rich Hill, I mean, is this his last start of his career? 
I mean, it could it could be. I, I mean, he is a free agent at the end of the year. He is forty two years old. Um, I mean, could this be his last start of his career? Uh, I mean, it could be. It's if you like point, those, man. if you like those narratives, um, Rich Rich Hill has been pitching in the big since two thousand five. I don't know if a team would bring him back next year or not. Um, I mean, when he's healthy, he really has not been a bad pitcher this season. Uh, it's just being healthy, and Rich Hill is Rich Hill. Um, so, listen, if if I, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it was a great career, but it was definitely a good one. Um, so, I mean, if it is his last start, who knows? But if you like those narratives, maybe. But what are we looking at here for the Tampa Bats? Here we go. Bats. I don't know, Stevie. And here's why I say that. How how, how much do you think this Tampa Bay offense is good? Because Tampa Bay will pull guys. Like, this is a team I know for sure. You know, they'll have Randy in there. He'll go five, six innings. They'll pull him out. Um, how many more games do they have this week? Four, five? No, they, Wednesday's the last day. So three games, basically. Three games. Three or two or two to three. One of these games, they're probably going to get pulled. Let's just hope it's not today. Uh, maybe they let them go full go today and pull them for Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I'm, I'm still slightly afraid of Tampa because they could just switch a route, do some platoon stuff, and then suddenly, you know, Randy Rosarina's in there for four innings, um, which he's one of their everyday players I get, but they could definitely give him some rest um, and some of these other guys. All in all, is this a good team to stack against Rich Hill? Like, absolutely. It's a fantastic team to stack. Um, I'm, I'm just – I'm very afraid that they might move some guys. Well, I want to see what the lineup looks like. Are they going to try to lose a couple games here so they play the Indians and not the Blue Jays? Um, I mean, that's a little <laughs> bit – You laugh, but, I mean, who would you rather play? Would you rather play the Blue Jays or the, the Guardians, not the Indians? Um, so, I mean – if they're the last seed in the wild card, they, you know, potentially might have to play the Astros. So I mean, it's a tough situation, but I don't know. Um, see what the lineup looks like. If it's a normal lineup, um, obviously have a ton of interest in parodies at 3,800. Ramirez at 3,500. A Rosarina is expensive, but if you're playing the two cheaper, cheaper guys, it won't be too hard to um, get a Rosarina in there. On the Red Sox side, Glassdown's a good pitcher. I mean, you could chase a one-off home run here with like a Devers, but I'm not going out of my way to play the Red Sox today. The lineup that they rolled out on Sunday was was really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and and too, too bad that uh, Gossman got hurt in that game because yeah. he was going to mow that team down, uh, and I was counting on that. But no biggie. It is what it is. Yeah, I saw that lineup, and um, I didn't. I don't typically play DFS on the weekends, but took uh, took the strikeout prop. So, yeah, yeah. Washington at New York facing the Mets. No total in this game. Corey Abbott, Carlos Carrasco. Um, any interest here in Corey Abbott? Negative. <laughs> no, I mean lowest one of the lowest strikeout rates in baseball with the Mets. They would need to win out, and Atlanta would have to lose out for them to have a chance. But I do think, like we see a normal Mets lineup today, um, unless they just throw the talent if they end up losing on Sunday Night Baseball. Another one of those things um, where you have to check the lineup and see what the lineup looks like overall. But um, I think right now, as of right now, I don't think I have um, interest in Abbott. Some interest in Carrasco. Will 9,600... Whoo! My issue though is like pitch count. I don't know if it's even pitch count. Are they like? I don't know what they're doing with this guy. Um, I, I, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to think here with Carrasco. If he's pitching well, do they let him keep going? It's Washington. This is a team that he can beat when he's pitching well. They, I mean, they technically need to win the game. Um, what are your thoughts here with Carrasco? 
I mean, he's ninety six. I think I think he's ninety six hundred, and that's my concern. Like, how well does he pitch against Washington? Who they do have some strikeouts at the end. Like now that their their team is kind of watered down, but they're still fairly heavy contact overall. Some strikeouts, but you know, some of these guys he's are still going to give them some problems. I think it's the price for me, Steve. I think I wish he was like eight k, and I feel like I'd be more in on playing him today because I, I am with you. They do need to try to win this, you know, uh, hold the Braves back. Looks like, looks, looks like the Braves are going to win this game. So I, I'm with you. I just think, I think he's a little bit too expensive for the upside he might actually give us today. Well, my, my question for you would be, do we like Carrasco at 96 against Washington or Kirby against Detroit at 9K, both probably maxing out at about 85 pitches. I, I think that is like one of the bigger question marks on this slate. Yeah. And I think I side with Kirby against Detroit. I mean, that was my initial lean as well, but I think that's just something like I think it's the one of the like a good comparison when you're thinking about this slate as a whole. Um, so yeah. Um, bats in this game, anything on the Washington side? That's the interesting part. I actually don't hate, uh, Manassas is, he's been good, man. Um, he's 5,100. I don't hate playing him. Yeah. I don't hate playing him as a one-off here. Um, he's like the ultimate tournament play in my book. Nobody's really going to be thinking about him. So I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean, journeyman minor league player that really not never got a shot after playing in the minors for a very long time and um, proven himself for sure. Um, Mets bats, I love the Mets here. If we get a normal Mets lineup, Abbott is a low strikeout pitcher that gives up a ton of hard contact and a ton of fly balls. I think the Mets are one of the top sacks on the slate if we get a normal lineup today. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, like you said, they need to win. So this is an, an exceptional spot. Abbott's, he's not a nobody. He's a major league pitcher, but strikeouts should be very low against this team. Uh, I, I, I love the Mets here. Love the Mets. Um, Arizona at Milwaukee. Sorry, I watched Mike Evans almost get his head taken off, and I need a half a yard from him, but he got right back up. So made me nervous there for a second. Got a little nervous there for a second. Well, um, looks like Cameron Brace not playing anymore. Anybody that gets any type of head contact, uh, trust me, they are not going to have them playing <laughs> after this Tua situation. Yeah, Tua should have never been back in the game. Uh, seven... Seven to seven and a half total in this game. The Brewers, a 250 favorite. We got Henry against Woodruff. Any interest here in Brandon Woodruff? I mean, Stevie, do you think he he goes the distance here? Like, yes. I mean, I'm looking at 84.75. Mathematically, can they still get in? Like, I don't think they can. I didn't. No, they're in. I don't think they can still still get in, they're, can they? No. They're in. Yeah, they're in. I mean, the Giants have a chance still, but um, I think they're one win away. I think the Brewers finished <laughs> with one win or, yeah, one win or a Giants loss. That That's what it is, because they're 84 and 75. Padres have already clinched. The Mets and Braves, one is going to clinch the – Division yep. one's going to um, going to be wild card, and then the yeah. So yeah, okay. I just, I was looking at just wanting to make sure. So yeah, I, if he's gonna go full go, like he's probably the top big spend on the slate for sure. Top big spend on the slate. Yeah. Um. My only my only concern would be would. Would they roll him out a full game here if they needed him to pitch Thursday? Um, is my only concern, but I don't think they'd be rolling him out today if they wanted him to pitch on Thursday. Um, so watch the news on Woodruff today because they technically they technically would play on Thursday. Um, I think. 
Maybe. Yeah. They would they would technically play on Thursday. So against the Cardinals and he just absolutely dominated that team. So watch the news on that. Um I don't know would it be would it be, I, I would, would it be Woodruff or Burns getting the first game? I would assume it'd be Burns. Got to right? think Burns. Got to think Burns. So even pitching on a Monday for Woodruff, they would likely want him to go second. Thinking this through, this is what the podcast is for. Thinking this through, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he throws like 70 pitches here and they try to throw him Friday. You're saying because it, it'd be four days instead of five. Most pitchers get five days. So for him yeah. to come back on Friday, I think he might get a, 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 a leash here. Because wouldn't, I mean, Woodruff would get the, not Woodruff, Burns would get day one unless they would do Eric Lauer. But I don't think Lauer would be the guy they'd want to throw second. I think it'd be Woodruff, no. but. Well, well, let me ask you this: If they, if they win, they need no, to no, win either one way. Of, yeah, they need to win one of three games, and the Giants have to win out. Like, there's a great, great chance that they are going to make the playoffs at this point. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. No, no, they have to win this game. Philadelphia, we totally forgot about Philly. Philly's that team. It has nothing to do with the Giants. It's Phillies. The Brewers have to win out. Wow, totally overthought that. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies would have to lose. Brewers need to win. Like That's yeah. the only way they're getting in. They have to win yeah, these yeah. three games. So we're going to get full yeah. workload for Woodruff here. And he's by far my favorite pitcher on the slate. Again, like he was, almost overthought it. Not overthinking it. Brandon Woodruff against Arizona in Milwaukee. He is the spend up on this slate. Yeah, for sure. That that settles it, Stevie. <laughs> I forgot about Philadelphia. And, and, because and I was you're... sitting here looking like, wait a minute. I was like, they're 84 and 75. Giants are 80 and 70. I look, I was looking at the I'm looking, I'm like, what yeah, the NL East, like you just think the Braves and the Mets because of what all the all the like cool drama that we're getting down the stretch with those two teams. And totally just forgot about the Phillies, man. Um, so, yeah, they – and the Phillies are playing Houston. I don't know if Houston's going to roll out, like, normal lineups. So, like, there is a possibility for the Brewers to get in. Like, there is a possibility Houston could sweep Philly and the Brewers could sweep Arizona and the Brewers get in on the last series. But I knew – I had looked at it earlier and I was like, man, there's two – nationally like things going on the american league set um so there you go there you go there you go um tommy henry on the other side of this game he is 5400 we've loved left-handed pitchers uh, against milwaukee this season it's just he's giving up home runs and his command has just been so bad here recently i don't necessarily hate the spot but i hate the spot <laughs> does that make yeah, sense that's yeah, I'm with you. That's how I feel about about Henry. Like he's so he's getting the strikeouts in most of these games, Stephen, limited pitching with, with limited outings, but he's giving up too many runs in the process. Like he's just a props play. He's probably going to come out at three and a half, maybe four and a half, and you probably just take the over. But you can't play him for DFS. You you just can't. All right, let's talk some bats here. Um, any interest in the Arizona bats against Woodruff? No. The Milwaukee bats, um, I mean, in a game they need to win, Renfro against the lefty, McCutcheon against the lefty, Adamas against the lefty, that gives up a lot of home runs. Like, this is a good spot. I think Renfro um, is one of my favorite hitters on the slate. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, 4,700, I am in. You're gonna get a ton of value on this slate, hitters wise. I mean, you're not you're gonna see some lineups throughout this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um where I mean, yeah, like so series game one of like the wild card series starts Friday. I was off by a day. I totally there's a gap between um 
they have a day off on Thursday. I think it's for any makeup games they need or if they needed a play-in game or whatever. But anyway, um, so technically, I think Woodruff would still be good on Saturday if they needed if they were to get in. So Woodruff's going. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Milwaukee Bats. Yeah, I'm in. Minnesota at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Seven total in this game. White Sox a 125 favorite. Bailey Ober against Johnny Cueto. Any interest here in Bailey Ober? No. Man, the White Sox have been terrible this year, and this guy just absolutely shredded this team. Um, He's 6,900. If he's pitching well, I mean, it seems like they'll let him go, trying to see what they have out of him. Um, It just felt like an outlier to me. That's that's all. I mean, it really. Just, I, mean, I mean, he hasn't picked up ten strikeouts all year. Like, he's very good against right-handed hitters. Um, so I think it's really just going to come down to what this White Sox lineup looks like, um, handiness-wise, because Moncada is like the only lefty that they have going right now. Um, so if like, if for some reason it's only like Moncada and Sheets. Maybe you take a shot on him with how bad this team has been this year against right-handed pitching. Like, uh, are they going to get better on the last uh, last week of the season? Um, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Like, I don't. I want to see what the lineup looks like. If we get a very right-handed heavy lineup, I, I think you could take shots on Ober. We don't have a ton of cheap pitching options on this slate. Yeah, uh, Johnny Cueto on the other side. Um, only a 15%, 15.7% strikeout rate on the season. When I'm attacking Minnesota with pitchers, I really want high K rate guys. Um, they put the ball in play. They don't, I mean, they have a few strikeouts with Sanchez and Jevers on the bottom, but I don't think this is a spot I want to play Cueto. Yeah, I don't play Cueto at all. Like, I just haven't played him only because he's low strikeout. Like, he's, he's had ground balls and stuff like that. But yeah, this, he, he's, he doesn't have enough strikeout stuff for me anymore. Nah, still a solid pitcher, man. But I'm not running to like stack Minnesota against him. I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game. I mean, you could take shots on Correa if you want some cheap bats here for Minnesota. You go down and um, get maybe like Jake Cave or Walner if they're in the lineup. Gordon if he's in the lineup. But I, I'm. I just don't think Cueto has the ceiling, and I don't think Minnesota is a team that's going to go out and put up 10 runs on the slate. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Man, I, I just thinking about this over spot again, like I don't love any of the White Sox bats here. Nope, I do not. And the, the crazy thing about the White Sox, Stevie, um, just in general from a season perspective, like they're 79 and 80. Uh, a lot of their best players were hurt for half the year. They, it seems like they haven't played well, and they might finish the season slightly over 500, depending on how it shakes out. Like, when is this team going to actually turn the corner? Like, man, it, it's it, it's crazy. Well, I mean, if I'm the White Sox, there is no question in my mind that Eloy doesn't play another game this year. Yeah. Like, as much well, as I mean, this why? guy – There's no reason. Yeah. As much as I have this guy locked in, I think he signed a six-year contract, so 2024, 2025-ish, I think um, he's under contract with this team. And as much as he's been hurt, like there's no chance that Eloy Jimenez sees the field again um, this year. So uh, I'm just saying, for me, um, I, I think this is going to be a weak, weak lineup. Um so, yeah, I didn't know Jose Abreu was a free agent. Did you know that at the end of the year? That'd be interesting to see if he resigns with the White Sox or not. Philadelphia at Houston. No total in this game. We got McCullers and Nola pitching in this one. Um, man, Aaron Nola against Houston seems scary, but in a in a must win spot. Like, not – okay, let's not say must win. 
They need to win. Um, like Houston's already clinched their division. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say must win, but they really need to win this game. Philadelphia does. So I I think this is a good spot to take some shots on Aaron Nola. Um, I mean, if I'm Houston, I'm definitely rolling out my, my lineup in two of these three games because I mean, they're going to have a nice little break here being the number one seed in the AL. Uh, so I want my guys to get some at-bats and games this week. But Nola is a guy with the ceiling uh, in a game where it's just it's such an important game. I, I think you have to take some shots on him here. I like Woodruff more, but I, I think Nola is a good tournament play as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm with you. I, Nola, I think – so Woodruff and Nola, both good to pitch, both should play deep. If for some reason we got a weird Houston lineup, Nola might even be even more in play. So he's got as, as much stuff as, as Woodruff most nights as well. So uh, Woodruff is definitely facing the weaker team on paper, and Nola should have a much tougher time here. But I don't mind playing him because, like you said, Steve, you know he's got upside, and they need to win. So I, I'm I'm in on that for sure. Uh, McCallers sick um did not pitch last week i mean he hasn't pitched in 11 days 12 days um so i have a tough time playing mccullers here Uh, i don't think the spot is necessarily bad i just i don't know what his leash is going to look like in large field tournaments maybe a great play here um i mean if you're houston are you trying to keep Philly out of the playoffs there. I mean, they're a pretty dangerous team that you could see, um, you know, in the world series, potentially you never know. So I think I'd rather play the Brewers, but I don't know. Um, McCullers is someone that I think is a great tournament play, but in cash games, he's really risky because you really don't know what his workload's going to look like here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I can play McCullers, Steve, because they've already clinched. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, they don't have a reason for him to go all the they've way. They've clinched, clinched. Like, they don't play the this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're right. Are, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. set. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're set. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to pass on McCullers. But I do think, like I said, I do think, like, if you're playing a bunch of tournament teams, he is a, he is a really interesting large field tournament play here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, any interest in the Philly Bats? No. Yeah, I mean, they're expensive. Like, the baseball fan in me is like, yeah, man, maybe I should take some shots on the Phillies here. McCullers hasn't pitched in 12 days, and, you know, this is a spot where, oh, they need to win this game. And But 6,300 for Harper. Romuto is 6K. Schwarber's 5,800. Hoskins is 5K. The stack is just so expensive that, I, I don't see myself stacking Philadelphia against McCullers, and I don't see myself playing Houston against Nola. I, I mean, this is a game that should be really low scoring. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not doing that. Only interested in Nola out of this game. That's it. Detroit at Seattle. Seven total in this one. The Mariners, a 250 favorite. Garcia going up against Kirby. Brian Garcia, we've seen him um, a little bit last month. Was it August? Was it August? Yeah, not last month. Man, we're in October now. So a little bit in August. Um, pitched okay against Cleveland. Getting a call up here from AAA to you know get another start. Um, yeah, I mean, tough, tough matchup against Seattle. I don't think I want to play um, Garcia here. Like Julio's yeah. back too. He he's gonna get activated today. Like you're gonna see a really normal Seattle lineup here. Yeah, negative. No way I play Brian Garcia in this spot. Kirby, though, I mean 85 pitches from Kirby might be enough against Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he picks up at least six K's in that amount of time. See, at least he should. It's possible. And he's nine K. Like the price on Kirby. We're gonna need some. Some SP2 action for sure, and I think he can give us that. He pitched five innings against this team um, at the end of 
August. Five innings, five strikeouts, two hits, put up 23 and a half fantasy points in that outing, 79 pitches. Um, maybe a, one more strikeout, I think he hits upside. Like he, I mean, just getting getting enough strikeouts here is going to be the biggest thing for him. So yeah. um, I have no interest in the Detroit bats. I can, I can tell you that for certain. Yeah, negative. Um, Seattle. I don't mind Seattle. Like we haven't talked about a lot of hitters and stacks out today. I think Seattle could be a sneaky stack today. Yeah, I mean, as long as because they've already they've already clinched as well. They're they're a wild card. Um, let me see. Are they jockeying? Are they jockeying with the Rays? Yeah, it'd be between them and the Rays to see who's the two and the three. That's why I said, if you're a Seattle, do you want to play, you know, against Toronto or do you want to play against Cleveland? It's such an interesting. Do yeah, you punt these three games. Um, but I, the thing is, like, I would, I think I'd rather play the Yankees than the Astros if I win the wild card series. Oh. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying. I think I'm trying to win. Um, if I am, if I'm Seattle and trying to stay above the Rays. Yeah, um, I think I think Seattle plays here, you know, and this I think it's a good spot for him. Like, I don't feel like Garcia is the worst pitcher in the world, like, but he's Seattle's got a lot of firepower on this team, man. And I, you know, especially if Julio's back, Hanager's there, um, Winker, and I know Winker hasn't been elite this season, you know. P. Crawford, Swore, like these guys, they can still hit. So I, I'm i with you. I like Seattle. I think they're a good sneaky stack to end the night where most people may overlook them for sure. Uh, San Francisco at San Diego. We got Miller going up against Musgrove. No total in this game. Shelby Miller, back in our lives. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not playing Shelby Miller here, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this is oh, uh, okay. So, I mean, the Giants are the Giants are out of it, and you're just like, you're gonna see three. I think you're gonna see three really interesting pitching options for um, the Giants this week, with them being out of it. I just don't see them rolling out guys like Carlos Rodon and. Cobb and Wood and these guys, Webb, like, uh, you know, we saw was Alexander pitch yesterday. Like, yeah, I just no interest in Shelby Miller at all. Um, Joe Musgrove, I mean, one last like ramp up game type spot for him. I think he's someone that another guy that goes 85 to 95 pitches. I don't think he's the worst option here. Ah, I mean, yeah, facing the Giants, not too bad. I I think the price at eighty seven hundred is what makes it interesting enough, um, where you can take sides. Well, I mean, you got to have some pivots off of Kirby. I think a lot of people are going to play Kirby. I like Kirby more scroll, but Musgrove against San Francisco is not. It's not bad. I mean, in fact, if if you think you want to load up on the bats, like. Musgrove Kirby may be even a good combination to get in some of the expensive bats that you like. Yeah, I mean, I think, man, I think I like Musgrove a lot. Like, I, I think him and Kirby have really similar upsides. So, like, if Musgrove is going to be a lot less owned, um, projected ownership wise, I, I think that I think he's a, a really interesting play here. Yeah. Uh, any interest in the Giants bats? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass. I love the Padres. They're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. I don't love the ballpark. I don't love the fact that if they get up by a lot of runs, they probably take these guys out. But if they get up by a lot of runs, I'm hoping that I'm crushing anyway. So um, I think this is a great spot against good old Shelby Miller. Absolutely. Um, this team, man, and I know Soto probably seems like he hasn't been as elite as he should be, but I mean, this this guy's a, a spectacular hitter. 
So he, he's on the list. Machado's on the list. Cronin, I mean, just stack this team up. Brandon Drury's even been really good as well. Uh, so just stack this team up, man. Yeah, I mean, Soto was in a situation where he didn't want to be in. So it's such, it's so tough to look at his overall numbers on the year um, for him. Yeah. He is, he, he's an elite hitter. He, he really is. Um, until he proves otherwise, he's an elite hitter. So LA Angels at Oakland, Sandoval against Martinez. Um, any interest here in Sandoval? I don't, I don't think so. Well, I know Oakland hasn't been great. Sandoval, 7K. He just really seems to have faltered down, down the stretch here, Stevie. Really seems to have faltered. So I'm just, at 7,700, I don't hate it, but he's not like my favorite play. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, he just got rocked by this team as chalk last week. Yeah. Last week. So, I don't know. Um, I think he's going to be popular in this spot. I think it's a good spot. I think they're going to let him go pitches-wise. They haven't really had anything to play for for a while now, um, and he's still getting his normal workload. And I think no more workload matters today. The Oakland lineup is just so bad. It's like Robbie Ray faced them on Sunday, and the lineup that they rolled out was, I think, it had like a 25 or 26% K rate against yeah. left-handed pitching. So, I mean, he failed in this spot, so maybe he's lower owned here, but I definitely think he's in play. He's too cheap. Um, and then Adrian Martinez on the other side of this game. That's an easy no for me. Yeah, negative. I stacked against him last week when he faced the Angels, and it did not work out. He only allowed three earned runs and, a, and one home run. Um, I'm going right back to the well in this spot, and I think Otani is one of the best hitters on the entire slate. So um, I like this spot a lot for the bats here for the Angels. Absolutely. I'm in. Man, the Bucks have picked up first down three times in a row and have had three penalties against them. They are killing me. I need a field goal. Um, nothing like a good old fashioned field goal sweat. Um, they are the worst, but they're the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> any interest in the Oakland bats here? Negative. I, I don't want to play the pitcher, but also don't want to play the the bats. I, I just this is kind of a scratch off game for me. I mean, if you want to play Pinder or Garcia, I think those would be the two guys. Um with Murphy banged up, he's usually the guy that we look at as well. But yeah, I just I don't I don't think it's gonna work. Uh, last game here, we got Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers. Uh, Jose Arena going up against Tony Gonzalez. Um, any interest in Jose Arena against the Dodgers? No. Yeah, I mean, even if it is the B squad, um, no. Like this game has an eight total. The Dodgers are a three seventy favorite in this game. Um, Tony Gonzalez coming back. I expect him to go about 60 pitches here. Um, maybe like, I don't He might not even get like a pitch count. It might just be, Hey, go out and throw three or four innings in this spot. He's 10 one. He's the easiest fade on the slate. Absolutely. Biggest fade Stevie. Like gigantic. Yeah. Not even necessarily like wanting to play the Colorado bats in this spot, but there's no chance I'm playing Tony Gonzalez here. Yeah. Yeah. Negative. I love the Dodgers. They're my, I think they're my favorite stack on the slate against Jose Arena. I'm hoping we don't get like a normal Dodgers lineup um, and we can get some cheap bats here. Their lineup should come out like right, right, right before lock happens. Um, so, you know, people won't adjust and stuff. But yeah, I love this spot for the Dodgers against Arena. Yeah, man. Um, as, as long as they get their full, their full complement of playing time. Uh, you know, they're going to be expensive. Um, you know, Betts is 5,900, right? Trey's 57. Freeman's 56. If you want the big guys, you got to pay for them. Um, but 
But once again, this deck should crush. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Give me a pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Let's go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Sandoval, but I hate it. I'm going to go Bailey over. Yeah. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Perez. I'm going to go Tony Gonzalez. I don't think he's going to pitch deep in this game at all. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you like to go yard today? Give me... Let's see, Stevie. Ah. Give me Hunter Renfro against Henry. All right, took my guy. That's okay. I'll take Aaron Judge against Perez. Um, <laughs> uh, under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Well, this is mainly because I think, you know, these guys are going to be playing. I'm actually going to stay in the same game. Give me Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, yeah, they're going to be playing for sure. Uh, this guy's been struggling here down the stretch, but I think this is a good spot for him to get back on track. Give me Tyler Nyquin um, against Abbott. Yeah. Give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will. Give me the Mets. I'm going to go to the Dodgers. I don't even care what the lineup looks like. I think the Dodgers smash in this spot. So, 11 games in the book. Two more days of the regular season. Appreciate everyone hanging out. Will, any final thoughts? Negative. I'm glad everybody – nope, I said negative. So that means I don't have any thoughts. Closing it. There you go. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back Tuesday talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.